lovers in the air. They rise. Bring it up, please, will you? Thank you. Christmas <laughs> are ready to. It's spring, it's spring. It is the unmistakable, absolutely true fact that it is spring. You'll notice that I have decorated my hair with a nest of robins. Yes. Only God can make a tree. A nest of robins in the hair. Every time spring comes, I go over to the Joyce Kilmer Howard Johnson on the Jersey Turnpike and celebrate Arboreal Day, or it's Arbor Day. It is spring. Would you please, uh, if you will in there, please, a little of that spring music, please. Yes, it is spring, and spring is, of course, the silly season. A lot of groovy stuff happens in spring. We'd like to salute the little incident that occurred in St. Louis, Missouri. Picturesque St. Louis. It was a beautiful spring day the other day. In fact, it was only Thursday. And one young sun worshiper took advantage of it by riding a bicycle nude for about four miles in the busy suburban Clayton shopping district. The attractive, blonde, tressed young lady wore only a large sign clinging from her back saying, Don't arrest me. I'm en route to my analyst. <laughs> I love that. Sing it out there. Get up on that table. Thank God that there is a McDonald's and that you're alive and it's spring and you can enjoy life as it is. Yes. Thank you. Hold it. Hold it there. Reset that, please. Thank God for McDonald's. You know, speaking of uh, great moments in spring, it's it's happening everywhere. I, I, uh, I you know, it's a, uh, it's, uh, I, I, you know, you see these little things popping up. You got to be, you got to have a sharp eye though to to spot them. And not like you. I'd like to celebrate the. Here we got a little note here. Yeah, where is it? Here it is. This is the one I was looking for. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, one of the things that happens, of course, is uh, the problem is that uh, is that uh, springtime causes terrible problems with your glands. It's a very, very emotional time. And uh, people tend, uh, since it is an emotional time, people tend to, uh, tend to, uh, it, it causes gunfire. So, did you read about the guy? Yes, it's spring, you know. And, and uh, did you read about the guy the other day, the note in the paper? He said, uh, he said, uh, you know, he said, uh, they went to this analyst. No, it's a true story. This is not uh, an apocryphal thing because it later came out in court. <laughs> he went and, and, and his wife is very nervous. <laughs> in fact, this happened in the court. Uh, he says, "My wife has got this nervous condition, terrible nervous condition." And uh, the the guy who was doing the questioning. The judge says, "Well, what kind of a nervous condition?" He says, "Well, she's allergic." And he said, "Well, what is she allergic to?" He says, "Well, she's allergic to me. To be honest with you, it's me. 
I make her very nervous. And uh, for that reason, we're very much in love. We love each other. But I just simply make her very nervous when I'm around. So uh, we haven't lived together. We're very much in love. We haven't lived together for over 23 years. And uh, whenever she wants to see me, she calls me on the phone. And uh, we, you know, talk on the phone. But outside of that, it's been a pretty good marriage. It's pretty nice. 23 years like this. And the judge says, well, what's the trouble? He says, well, can't think of it now why we're here in court today. said, uh, I was going to sue her for something, but now that I see her, I say, you know, she's not a bad-looking woman. And uh, she agreed that they could continue to make the phone calls back and forth. And, uh, you know, it's been a good marriage by and large. They haven't seen each other 23 years, but it's worked out pretty good. Maybe that's the reason. <laughs> Well, you know, it's everywhere you look, you know. It's everywhere. It's everywhere, man. Bring it up big, big. My God, I say big. Blow them horns. Get up on that table, Pan. I want to hear you fluting on them pipes. Let's hear it, Pan. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Pan, you know, of course, is deeply associated with... uh, with uh, this time of year. You know Pan, the guy that wears those fur pants and has those cloven hoops. You've seen pictures of Pan, haven't you? Right. Blows pipes and flutes and stuff. Uh, this is a sad note, though, springtime. You know, spring sometimes also come, brings on sad notes. Uh, do you know that what they're selling in England now? In case you're curious. Uh, if you think America is commercial, you just don't know much about the rest of the world. You know, people say, oh, why do you talk about Americans commercial? Do you know what is happening in England? They are now selling the White Cliffs of Dover. That's right. You can buy yourself a nice White Cliff of Dover. You know, it's kind of nice. In fact, it says, uh, for sale, the White Cliffs of Dover, the Mayflower Marketing (laughs) Corporation. (laughs) It's kind of ironical it would be called the Mayflower. You know much about what the Mayflower did. The Mayflower Marketing Corporation said uh, two days ago it's going to sell the famous White Cliffs of Dover, but not all at once. It's going to do it piecemeal. It says it would place small souvenir pieces of chalk from the cliffs on sale at the trade fair here in New York as key rings and in plastic boxes. It's kind of nice. You remember the White Cliffs? You remember the, the? Didn't they have a song about that? The White Cliffs. Let's see. The, the, that says something, something over the White Cliffs of Dover. The White Cliffs of Dover, something, something over. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, you know, uh, there would be thunderation from the pulpits if it was announced that we were selling Mount Rushmore to be made into paperweights. You know, uh, yeah, souvenir paperweights, of course, sent to you by the Dixie Cup Company or something like that. Uh, I, I, uh, I, it would be the equivalent, really, if, uh, if we decided to say, you know, it's, it's kind of a waste of metal out here, you know, this... Uh, this big statue out here. What is that statue? What is it? The one there with that's holding up that light bulb in the air there? Oh, the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that's right. That's the that's the big one. The big green one out there? That's right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's right. That's what it's called, right? The Statue of Liberty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, they could make that. That'd be kind of nice. You could make that into souvenir propellers for beanies and stuff. Uh, yeah, it'd be kind of nice, wouldn't it? Think of the money you could make out of this. And after all, we need money. I mean, it's the country's uh, having the, you know, scratching around. Seems that there's a lot of guys been running off into Mexico and places with it. We don't have much left here in the country, have we? 
The guys living in Costa Rica and everything, they got big piles of money piled up all around them. <laughs> what a scene. But they we're going to have to start selling off the family jewels, if I may use such an expression. Uh, we're really going to have to. It's, uh, it's coming to that. You know, the Statue of Liberty will go on sale. Be a great thing to own. You put it up in your yard, and uh, people come from miles around. Uh, what else could we sell? The uh, Washington Monument. Oh, that's, you know, it doesn't do much. It stands there. It's a, it's actually, it's a hazard to navigation, I'll tell you that. As a pilot, that thing's 500 feet high. You know, just nip you right there in the little old rudder if you don't watch it there. So, uh, sure, I mean, this, this, we could sell that, that, we make a lot of things out of that. You chop that all up, you know, and, uh, you make it into bowling balls and, you know, souvenir, uh, souvenir, uh, cane heads and, you know, little things you have it carved like Pluto the Pup and stuff. You know, I, t I tell you, if Walt Disney could do it, there's no reason why our country can't do it. Okay, just think of our country. You know, get to buy. That, that's be a great way to to, uh, to make money. See, I think the trouble with our country is it doesn't have the, in the imagination of the Disney people. I mean, most governments don't have that. You know, because the trouble is that most governments are not run by showbiz types. They're run by politicians. And uh, these guys tend to be... Uh, uh, you know, they're, they're fairly earthbound types because they have to be. They're dealing with the earthbound mortal. I mean, you know, when you're arguing with a lady on how come he doesn't do something because them bicycles keeps going over her lawn, you know, and them dogs keep doing that stuff on her flower beds, you know, you tend to be earthbound. And that's the kind, believe me or not, that's the kind of stuff the senators have to deal with every day. Believe it or not, it's hard to believe it. That uh, I was talking to one senator, and he read my piece, you know, Splat. You know Splat? Did you read my piece? It's Splat, it's in... It's in the book there, and he, he, uh, oh, this is right after Splat came out, and in fact, it appeared first in National Lampoon. I got a letter from the Senate, National Senator, and he says, you know, he says, you're not so funny. He says that there was a delegation of ladies. He said, I, he says, we had everything we could do. We almost had to call out the fire department to get him out of the office, you know, and squirting him with, with that foam and that to get him out. He said, he says, they were up there yelling and hollering. He says, because, he said, that they, they were complaining bitterly. Uh, that uh, that what with the price of these high heel cork shoes and all that these days, that walking around the streets can be kind of a kind of not only uh, an aesthetic problem, but it can also cause uh, certain ha hazards in the sanitary department. He says when you're walking around, you one lady was very mad. She said she went to the Shreffs. She was sitting there for half an hour, you know, with her her friends, and uh, some of them were very ladies, well high placed up in society. She said and they could they, they detected this uh, errant aroma. And it wasn't until 20 minutes after they got out, they discovered it was this lady's shoes that she had made, the, you know, she got out of a cab. And, and anyway, they were uh, they were objecting loudly to this. And he says, here I was. He says, I'm a senator, a U.S. senator. He said, with the world in flames. He says, with continents crumbling into the sea, with, uh, with cabinets resigning all around me. He says, and there I am arguing with ladies about what to do about doggy dung. And he said, <laughs> he says, now, has it occurred to you that this is what, what, what uh, senators have to put up with? Well, so, uh, it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, I think it's uh, the government. I, I'm, Shepard's modest proposal. Do you want a modest proposal here, gang? Shepard has a modest proposal. Oh, yes, I was going to, oh, you, sure, you want to hear my modest proposal? How to raise money for the country? Well, I'll tell you. Does it occur to you that we have a lot of... Just think what would, what you could do, you personally. I mean, you're a sharp guy, right, Manny? Just think what you could do, Manny, if you personally owned 
personally, the Statue of Liberty. It was yours. <laughs> what a promotion. I mean, these guys are just letting it sit out there in the water, surrounded by garbage and scholars coming in from Jersey, right? That's a waste. A first-class waste. Now, think what you could do if, let's say, uh, you owned, uh, say, uh, President Lincoln's log cabin. You know, it exists. Did you know that? Yeah. Think what you could do with that. All right. What if you owned old Ironsides? You know, I tear her tattered ensign down, long may it wave on high. You remember that, don't you? That's uh, old Ironsides. Who wrote that? I tear her tattered ensign down, long may it wave on high. Who wrote that? You mean you don't know? Well, I do. Again, it's a superior talent. It's superior knowledge. It always counts in the end. But nevertheless, what if you owned... Just think what would happen if you owned old Ironsides, the Statue of Liberty, Lincoln's Cabin, let's throw in for good measure uh, Monticello, right? That's the home of, well, who, who lived there? Come on. That's correct. Right. Alexander Hamilton. All right. Now, you own those four babies right there. Just think what you would have in your vest pocket. Okay. Now, what if you also owned, not to say, what if you owned the Lincoln Memorial? Now, you know, you've seen pictures of this. This is how many million people a year want to look at that baby, you know? There's old Lincoln sitting up there on that stone rocker there, you know? Fantastic. Now, there are other things uh, we could uh, bring. What if you owned Grant's tomb? You could do pretty good, right? Uh, what if you owned, uh, let's say, uh, just for argument's sake, uh, what if you owned uh, the uh, the Battleship Arizona, which is laying on the bottom of the of the water there at the Pearl Harbor, right? You own this thing. You would not have to do a damn thing the rest of your life. Just put up a turnstile and just watch that dough roll in, right? Little promotion. You get the Johnny Carson show to come there and visit it one day, you know. A little money under the counter. The next thing you know, you got something good, right? Do you know that there is one guy that owns all them things? Guess who it is? Your old Uncle Sammy. That's right. He owns these babies lock, stock, and what's he doing with them? Can't, all of them. They're just laying there. Not a damn thing. I propose, Shepard's modest proposal is this. Now, what do we got over here in Jersey? A lot of swamps, huh? Now, you guys could call them meadows. But, but <laughs> you're not kidding old, old Shep here. I've been around. I know the meadows. You're just, that's a cover-up, you know. It's just even worse than Watergate. That's no more meadow than I am, believe me, King Kong. That is not a meadow. That is a plain, ordinary, rotten old swamp, right? You can smell the, the dead toads out there and the, and the tires burning at night. And, and the, you know, you can hear the turtles out there yelling and hollering. That's a swamp. That's not a meadow. Now, if it was a meadow, I would, you know, I'd, I'd have a little different. Thing. Let's say this, we got this old swamp over here. We could clear this swamp out. And if old Uncle Sammy had any chutzpah at all, Uncle Sammy could bring every one of these things, transport them on trucks, and put them right there in the middle of the Jersey swamps and the meadows there, and put a big fence around it, and call it, uh, what would you like to call it? History land. Fantastic. 
Why, he would make Walt Disney look like a piker because, listen, they, those are all phonus balonus things Disney's got going down there. You know, this little cardboard Mickey Mouse running around, this little cockamamie duck going around and quack, quack, you know. This is, uh, you know, this is peanuts compared to actually having the Statue of Real Liberty standing right there. You could have all these things there. You could think of the souvenirs alone. What a concession. What a thing. You could bring Mount Rushmore over there. After all, they got these cockamamie little mountains in Jersey. They like a good, really first-class mountain. And what a what a fantastic, uh, what a what a tourist attraction would be. You could see all these things in one place then. Then you wouldn't have to run out. Where where is this Mount Rushmore place? Uh, is that place out in North Dakota or somewhere? Who wants to go? Yeah, North Dakota, South Dakota, some cockamamie state out there. Why why do these states have this stuff? They don't have anything else. Jersey deserves this. It's got the flagship. It's got a lot of other good stuff. It's about time it got the big things over there. And and it would be reachable by easy transportation. You know, you cannot take easy transportation to South Dakota or wherever that statue is up there, you know, with the Thomas Jefferson, the, the Mount Rushmore thing. And there are other things, too, that, that the country owns. For example, are you aware that, the, that our country has the battleship Missouri, upon which was signed... Uh, the treaty at the end of World War II, all those guys up there with the, what was the name of the general with those funny sunglasses and all those people? That would be fantastic. You just moor it right down here in the Raritan River, and that would be part of history land. My God, I'll tell you, it wouldn't stop. You would raise more money, you would raise more money on one Memorial Day weekend than this country raises in years trying to get guys for back taxes. And they'd love paying it. And you could have a little gambling there, you know. You could have a thing called, uh, you know, pin the donkey on Marshall Washington, little things like that, you know. There's all kinds of little side things you can have. You could have group ticket uh, arrangements and stuff like that. Historyland USA would be fantastic. Now, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm presenting this as a serious, uh, modest proposal to solve our tax problems. Uh, another thing, uh, uh, think of some of the other things you would like to see in this. Do you have any suggestions? We'll lay it open. This is a democratic country. Uh, uh, what would you like to see there? Think, uh, what would you like to see that you would like to... All right, are uh, you curious? How about the Alamo? We, we could bring the Alamo. That would be a fantastic thing right down there. Put the Alamo there, get John Wayne, you know, to record a speech. Uh, you know, you get uh, maybe Kirk Douglas, uh, ever comes out, makes a guest appearance once in a while, stands up there and plays Daniel Boone with the hat, you know. This this would be fantastic. Now, uh, look at Do you realize, why do we waste Independence Hall on a town like Philadelphia? Now, I've been to Philadelphia. They don't appreciate it there. It's, uh, you know, this is a, this is, this town is filled with nothing but boo birds. I mean, uh, that's a fact, you know. I, I say Philadelphia deserves the Phillies. There's no question about it. And they certainly don't deserve Independence Hall. That's a beautiful place. You ever see this? That would look beautiful, sitting right next to the Alamo. Right next to the Alamo. You could, uh, uh, I, got, I, I just think that, uh, that, uh, that we're missing a big, big bet here. Uh, Betsy Ross's home, you know, right down there. You could bring in Betsy. Of course, this is a little esoteric. I'm sure a lot of people would not be interested in that, who would not know who Betsy Ross is. Maybe they think she makes some kind of pies, like Mother Smith's pies or something, you know. But the Betsy Ross is home. And these are little attractions for the kiddies. I think, uh, how about, uh, how about that Fort Ticonderoga? That would be pretty good. Of course, uh, you know, then you get all this stuff should be in one place where a man, you know, a reasonable person could go see, right? Do you agree? 
I see no reason why we are wasting these things. No reason. Uh, do you have any other suggestions? Any of you like to see anything else that you'd like to see? As a matter of fact, I see no reason why we cannot make a deal with Disneyland himself. Why do you have to go all the way to Cockamamie, California to go to Disneyland? Why not combine it? No reason. After all, Disney's pretty big operation, almost as big as the government, in some ways bigger. Certainly more solvent. At which point, uh, I see no reason why not a, a decent merger couldn't be worked out. And, uh, you know, Disneyland on one side, uh, Historyland on the other, you know, Lincoln sitting there on that uh, big stone rocking chair, all that. Nice combination. Nice. And we've got the space over here. And I want to tell you this, we've got the population that would support it. Don't you agree with that? Right here. Yes, sir. And then, of course, uh, we could we could expand. See, there's no reason we could. Uh, once the money starts coming in, we could we could we could start expanding. For example, uh, there's no reason why. Uh, I don't know whether you've visited London lately. Well, do you? It's hard to believe it, but Westminster Abbey is a, is in a very rundown neighborhood. Now, why cannot we make a decent arrangement? They need money. Uh, you know, they're selling the White Cliffs of Dover. Why not the? This uh, this old building, you know, it's just it's, a, it's been condemned a lot of times, you know. Uh, it's, it's it's how many years old? How many how 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 much would you pay for a thousand year old building yourself personally? Uh, they'd be lucky, you know, to get anything for it. And if we give them a decent amount of money, I think Westminster Abbey would look very good right over there, right in Jersey. Uh, why not? Uh, why not? Uh, for example, the Taj Mahal. Uh, I was in India, Agra, India. Uh, well, you know, uh, the town is uh, is poverty stricken. They got nothing. You know, a lot of uh, donkeys walking around. You know, a lot of people squatting on the sidewalk there. They'd be glad to sell the Taj Mahal. Bring it over, locks up. We treat it with the respect. I mean, you know, we'd set it up right there. I mean, they wouldn't mind a couple of little. Think of the, think of the key rings you could make out of one minaret of of, uh, of uh, the Taj Mahal. Unbelievable. That's this stuff is just laying around. And there will be a day when some really sharp promoter comes along and has put this stuff all together, and he's going to put it together, and we're going to lose out on it. Our country. I, I'm suggesting this to our country. And a lot of other things that are just waiting out there, waiting to be sold and bought, waiting to be packaged. That's the trouble. It's not packaged. And packaging is everything today. Do you agree? Get a good package, you got a product. That's right. It's a, this is an old, old slogan in the theater. Get a good costume, the part plays itself. You get a good package, the product sells itself. I mean, you don't think the kids actually taste those morning cereals they eat, do you? <laughs> it's the package. It's got a beanie on the top. It's got a picture of Dracula on the front of it, you know. Comes in 3D. It's got an LP that sticks out of the front of it. I mean, you know, the stuff tastes like asbestos. So what? The kid's not interested. He's buying a package. Well, all right. I say we've got the package history. Other things are beautifully. I mean, just to lend themselves. I can just see going from country to country and buying up all these things that are just laying around. You'd be surprised. Look, I, I've been to Egypt. Believe it or not, these pyramids are just sitting there in the sand. That's a shame. I would love to, have, I would love to make the Sphinx available to every person who lives in the Queens. And, the, and, the, and the, the Great Pyramid of Giza could be the Great Pyramid of Trenton. This would be much better. Because people could go see it and enjoy it. And it would help the Egyptians pay them a certain royalty on it, you know? I mean, uh, there are other things, too, that uh, we could uh, we could pick up, uh, you know, if we, if we really started this thing, got, got it going. I, I'll tell you for another thing, I've been to Russia. I do not think they do half as much with that Kremlin 
as they could get out of it. If they really wanted to put that thing on the commercial map, boy, I'll tell you, I could take it. I, give, me the, give me the ball and I'll take it over the goal line. Brezhnev, I'll make your country solvent. You got grain problems? You wouldn't have grain problems once I package the Kremlin. Oh, I'll tell you. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I just think that, uh, that, that we're missing out there. This is a modest proposal, but they're not really so modest. It's a pretty wide-sweeping proposal in its ultimate. Now, I, I, I think uh, there are other things. Uh, for example, now, I, I, I just think, now, this personal opinion, I don't want anyone to get the, get the wrong idea. Please don't get the wrong idea. I think, personally, personally, I think that the Eiffel Tower is wasted on the French. They sit around there and they drink wine and they walk around in the streets. You don't see any of them walking around saying, look at the Eiffel Tower. Oh, mon Dieu, so beautiful. Mon chéri, no way. They ignore it, right? You've been there. Mr. McAleer, you've been there. They ignore it completely. I say to you, for a couple of bucks, the French would be glad to sell the Eiffel Tower to put up over here in Jersey. We put the Eiffel Tower up here outside of Plainfield in history land, USA. It would be a blockbuster. I mean, putting it mildly, a blockbuster. Now, you put the Eiffel Tower next to the Taj Mahal, if we work out a deal with them Indians. Bring the Taj Mahal over here, Eiffel Tower, Statue of Liberty, uh, the battleship Missouri parked right there in the Raritan River. You're going to have people, I'll tell you, there would be tourists lined up from Jersey all the way to Ohio. Waiting to get in there. We would make Disneyland look like a shooting gallery. On Times Square on Christmas night. Now, uh, do you have any other suggestions? I, I I have plenty. For example, are you curious what some of them are? Because I, I see, see, I travel around the world, and I say to you that there's so many beautiful things, so many fantastic things that people would love to see, but they're not being packaged properly. Now, uh, other things that I have seen that I would like to see put into a nice form, nice package. You're interested. What was that? Oh, yes, of course. I'll tell you, I've been in Italy. That is completely wasted. The leaning tower of pizza might as well be pushed over and buried in the dirt. They don't do a damn thing with the leaning tower of pizza. Now, if we would... No, oh, they don't. No, no, oh, no. Yes, they got a cockamamie little tourist thing there. But I'm saying, you're, you're, you, you, you must have gotten into the beginning of my proposal here. I'm saying to put this into a super package where you have millions of people lining up to see it. How many people get to Pisa? You know, Pisa's a little town, leaning down to Pisa. This is a little town. How, how often do you get to Pisa? But you do get, you do, I submit, get to Union, New Jersey quite often. I would like to see the Leaning Tower of Pizza put over here into my vast new fantastic concept called History Land. History Land USA. Leaning Tower of Pizza. Think, just think what it would, for one admission you could see, I'll tick them off, one admission you could see the Statue of Liberty, you could see Independence Hall, you could see Monticello, which we all know is Alexander Hamilton's home. You could see Grant's tomb. You could see, uh, all right, you could see Westminster Abbey, if you're, if you know, if you like the classics. You could see, uh, yes, the cabin that Mr. Lincoln actually lived in when he was a boy. You could see the Alamo. You could see the Leaning Tower of Pizza. You could see, uh, P excuse me, it's Pizza. I'm sorry. It's Jersey that has the Leaning Tower of Pizza, right? Out there in 22. Uh, yes. But by the way, 
That's just a natural tie-in. Can you imagine actually sitting in the leaning tower of actual pizza and having a piece of pizza pie served right there? Fantastic. I want to tell you this would be a tourist attraction that would not stop. I have other suggestions. Uh, we could go around the country. For example, I think the French do not nowhere near appreciate the Louvre. No way. Uh, they, you know, they may give it lip service, but uh, they're always arguing and yelling and striking and all that outside. But I think the Jersey people would truly appreciate the Louvre. Why, a thousand people a day go over there to look at the three or four paintings right down here at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Can you imagine what would happen if we had the Winged Victory standing right there? And you could sell Winged Victory uh, tie clips. You could sell Winged, Winged Victory souvenir uh, belt buckles. Uh, yes, that's right. Now, I am suggest no, I'm suggesting a way of getting out of our financial problems. Oh, no, no, no. I hate to see people who think so small. Uh, always those who do, uh, who do not. And I say that one day, one day, these things will be brought together in one place and you will have the premier tourist attraction of the world. The world. As it is now, it takes a world trip to see, uh, the, let's say, the uh, pyramids, let's say, uh, the Taj Mahal. Why not have them all come to Jersey? Make it all in one swell food, one thing. Everybody comes and sees it and has a fantastic time. And uh, you could spend a week there with the kiddies. Uh, you could have a thing called a, uh, uh, a history go-round. Big ride. All the kids ride on uh, all the historical horses of the past. For example, uh, who was the, what was the name of the horse that was ridden by uh, General Robert E. Lee in the Civil War? What was his name? Well, you could have a horse shaped just like that, and the kid could ride on it on the history of Rama or the history of Cycle, you know, the history go round. We could have rides. We could have, uh, I just, I just see that the, there's no end to this. No end to this. And then you could have the fantastic wax museum, but with a difference. Listen to this. Now, wait a minute. Listen to me. You want to hear my final superb proposal to solve the, the, the financial problems of the world? Let's face one important thing. What is one of the Leading tourist attractions of Paris, Madame Tussauds Waxworks, right? Do you agree? Well, it's certainly world famous. Now, what, is, what are people looking at? What are people looking at? Now, wait, listen to me out. What are people looking at when they look at Madame Tussauds Waxworks? Wax dummies. Fakes. What it would be like if you could go and see the actual Brezhnev. And you had a big building where all these people came. And they would be in their natural settings. And there would be, you know, different shows to different times of the day. You could call this uh, the, uh, the Celebrorama, which would bring in, right for starters, I'd say that would be a smash right from the beginning. And you could have, you could have uh, the hostess. You'd have uh, Jackie Kennedy as the hostess. Why, every little old lady in Queens would pay anything she's got. Give every shopping bag she ever owned. Just to stand on the ground that Jackie stood on, right? Ah. I'm telling you, sometimes my ideas just just stagger me. Uh, oh. I'm telling you, you know what? I guess a lot of you people are not aware of the fact that when when you when you when you're sitting evolving great concepts in your head, I mean really great concepts, it's very tiring. Extremely tiring. I mean, uh 
Yeah, you know, you hear this, uh, you hear this stuff uh, said once in a while, but uh, uh, the truth is uh, not even close to the truth in this case. I, I'm, I'm just thinking of these because, because you know, you get carried away. I think also another thing too. Uh, I think people. What are, what are some of the other things that people would like to see in the world? What would you like to see? Would you like to see the African jungles? No, all right. You would not like to see that. That's, I'm sure. I'm sorry. You you may find it interesting. Uh, what, what would you like to see? Would you like to see uh, Eskimos living in their uh, igloos? Would you like to see this? Yeah, you would, Jerry. Of course, uh, you know, everybody to his own taste. You wouldn't have to go there. But I would like to see a place that is totally enclosed with glass. And the temperature is kept at a constant 20 below zero in there. With ice brought down actually from Greenland with rocks. Brought down with those rocks and those ice a whole town of Eskimos living in their little igloos with the walruses and the whole bit. We fantastic. You wouldn't have to go in there and get cold. You'd just walk around in the outside and watch them. That would be very, very exciting. That's all part of our great concept of history land. And uh, you could see, you could, you could bring well, hands across the sea. This is important. I think you would contribute a great deal to peace. For example, you could bring in a little slice right out of the Casbah. Well, now, if any of you know anything about the Casbah, the Casbah would go like Billy B. Dam to Jersey. I've been in the Casbah, and there's a lot of interesting attractions in the Casbah. Yes, indeed. If you could just go down and buy one block of the Casbah, enclose it in plexiglass. It's always warm there, you know, like 85 degrees. Bring it right over and set it right down next to Union City. You would have yourself an attraction that would not stop. You could call it Casbah Land, New Jersey. Casbah-rama. Or Sexorama. Or, uh, you know, and you could issue people uh, Humphrey Bogart suits and they could pretend that they're, you know, uh, yeah, there's a lot of things that we could do that we're not doing raise dough. So uh, have no fear. If you think that the country is approaching uh, problems with the money and all that stuff, don't, we've got plenty in the bank. We've got plenty. When you own the Statue of Liberty and you own Mount Rushmore and you own the Grant's tomb, you've got something going for you. All is not lost. New York.